0: Relentless,
1: refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Flex Podcast. This is your fantasy preview for NFL Week Ten. I am your host, Chris Raybon. On today's show, we're going to discuss the Thursday Night Football slate, the Week Ten main slate, and build. Some lineups for Fanduel and DraftKings. Joining me as always, one of the top rankers in the game, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on?
0: What's up? Uh, yeah, had a rough week nine. Already vented about it in the last pod. So, as Bill Belichick would say, we're on to Cincinnati. We're on to week ten. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Had a good week, so just trying to keep keep it going. Keep and, it going. Uh, yes sir um and uh so we'll jump into this Thursday night slate but I uh, do want to shout out our contest winner for this week is uh Ray cop 54 uh thanks for the kind review Ray cop 54 you can hit up podcasts at actionnetwork.com to claim your free year of action Pro that's Ray cop 54 podcast at actionnetwork.com uh, and if anyone out there if you enjoy the show please leave us a uh five star rating and review and uh, we pick our favorite each week. Uh, and give you uh, a free year of action pro. So uh, let's get to it though. Thursday night football. We got the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers for the second time in three weeks. Uh, who do you like in the captain spot?
0: Man what a slate. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Marcus Mariota here uh, in the captain slot. Um, you know he obviously doesn't offer much as a passer but he certainly carries a ton of upside as a runner. Um, so want a Slate like this, I I do like going with a dual threat quarterback like him. Plus he has three rushing scores on the air. So he could, you know, be involved in all of the Falcons touchdowns here. Um, So in a situation like that, I do like to go with him as the captain. Uh, I mean, just like you said, just a couple weeks ago, he threw for 250 yards, three touchdowns and ran for 43 against the Panthers. So there's not much to pick from, uh, from the slate. So he might be pretty popular, but I think uh, I'm, I'm going with him in the captain slot.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had a pretty decent fantasy game last time they played. Uh, I'll, go with, I'll go with DJ Moore speaking of decent fantasy <laughs> games. um, You know, I like Cordero as well, but, you know, short week, he's just coming back. I don't know where his health is at, but it does look like uh, AJ Terrell missed practice again mm-hmm. uh, on, on Monday, which is not a good sign for his availability on the short week. So, you know, PJ Walker, they're going to give him another start. He's got... He's got to essentially kind of prove himself now, and that's that's been his money, you know, is kind of getting DJ more involved, whereas the other quarterbacks uh, really hadn't been able to. So uh, he had a bad game last week, but against the Falcons obviously had a great one. So I'm going back to the well uh, with him. Uh, who do you like for dark throws? Do you like dots oh
0: Okay, I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man
1: myself. Yeah. <laughs> so th-
0: this is a slate we absolutely have to consider. Kickers, and defenses, <laughs> like play them all. Um, but, you know, for the Falcon side, got to go with Demir Bird. Um, now he, he's more of a downfield threat. And, you know, he's seen a, a pretty good uptick in usage. Um, you know, he's been averaging 57% routes run rate past two games an a dot of 28 on the season. He scored those two long touchdowns the past three weeks. So he might be highly rostered. I, I don't know. He is pretty expensive um so you know he, he's just the kind of guy on a slate like this he only needs one catch to break the slate um so he he's who I'm going with on the Falcons side um and then god on the Panthers side uh, usually you don't consider a number one tight end for a team as a dart throw but that is certainly the case with the Panthers and certainly the case with Tommy Tremble but I'm going with him and you know he doesn't see much volume but you know his underlying usage has been you know decent lately he's been averaging a 56% routes run rate. He's actually seen a 21% target share uh, the past two games when he is running routes. So that that's decent. And he scored two touchdowns the past three games. So honestly, that's all we're rooting for is just a cheap touchdown from him. Um, He actually has a rushing touchdown in his career as well. So they do tend to get creative with someone like him um, in the red zone. So it's, it's not pretty, but I'm going to tremble on the uh, Panthers side.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely stepping it up lately. I think he's kind of emerged as that, as that top option. I think it was Ian Thomas you know earlier in the mm-hmm. season but uh right now definitely looks to be uh Tommy Trumbull. Uh for me uh, I'll go with Shai Smith on the Panther side. He's he ran a route 84% of the time last week and Visca Shanot only 6%. Higgins was inactive so you know for whatever reason Shai Smith has been getting the playing time all year for the season. He's averaging a 71% route participation rate and that's that's all we're really looking for with these guys. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, a game like this You know, there obviously are the top guys that everyone's going to have, like Moore and Patterson. But, um, you know, Shai Smith is a guy who's going to be on the field a ton. Uh, may not be super popular so going with him and on the the falcon side i mean it's it's really tough you know i like bird as well uh you know another guy i'll throw out there is michael pruitt i mean you know panthers have been bad against tight ends he's you know he's uh he's running around about you know 15 10 15 percent of the time but uh so maybe you get a, a goal line you know a play action touchdown or something but he tends to see a little more like if, if it's between him and parker Hesse you know, who's going to catch a pass. I still think Pruitt is more likely. So, uh yeah, it, but it's it's tough. Tough sweating on the Falcon side, but uh, <laughs> go Pruitt.
0: Yeah, Shai Smith, I mean, you're right. He, he's getting the playing time, but he, he's mainly running wind sprints. Yep. <laughs> uh, but again, he's running a lot of them, so maybe he'll accidentally see a target. Uh But LaVisca Chennault, it, it seems like, I mean, he's barely getting any playing time, but when he is on the field, they're giving him the ball. Uh So he's a player. If he were just to see, you know, like a 20% routes run rate, please, just asking for 20 percent uh he seems like he would be good on this slate as well but again there's nothing we could do about that the, the coaches are making the decisions but uh I think Chanel might be sneaky as well
1: yeah I mean he was it looked like he was kind of cutting into shy Smith's work a couple of weeks ago it was like two to one in favor of Smith but last week it was 84 percent to six percent for the rock side yeah it's tough to call but uh I you know Chenault, I, I agree he is sne- especially on a slate like this where there really aren't that many options. I mean, you're not really risking too much by going with a guy off the radar like that. So I don't mind it. We got a fullback on the slate. We got Keith Smith.
0: Long pass to the fullback. Got a nice block from the fullback. How many tackles can one man break? Oh, look at the fullback down the sideline. Big center, lovely, touchdown. Like a runaway beer truck down
1: the sideline. Yeah, we're we're doing our best to to keep the fullback position alive and driving, make fullbacks great again. Uh, oh. I think he's a kind of a below average though on the, on the yeah.
0: Field. Uh, is Giovanni Ricci. Uh, I mean, he's more consider? of a tight end now.
1: Yeah. He's, I, I think he's playing more tight end this year. Okay. So I think yeah, he's
0: quasi fullback. He'd be he a little bit be. more enticing than Keith Smith, but yeah, Keith Smith is, uh, definitely a below average option.
1: All right. Let's jump to the main slate. Sean, who do you like for stacks?
0: Uh, so I'm going with the Brown stack here. I'm like Jacoby Brissett and Amari Cooper um, and this is assuming David Joku's out again. But even if he's playing, I still like these two to stack this week because, you know, they're facing a Dolphins defense uh, that's, you know, ranked 31st in DVOA against the pass. So this could be a pass funnel matchup. They'll, they'll likely have to throw anyway to keep up with the high octane uh, Dolphins defense. So in an offense like this where it's very top heavy, um, you know, I like the idea of stacking Brissett and Cooper. And if Joku's out, you know, throw in Donovan Peoples-Jones as well. Um, and then the other stack i like is the jaguars uh so specifically trevor lawrence and christian kirk against the chiefs this week you know the the jags have been able to lean heavily on tra- travis Etienne the past two weeks with the running game but this is a spot they could fall behind become more pass heavy the chiefs rank 24th in dvoa against the pass and honestly you could throw travis Etienne into the stack as well um if they get behind you know they're going to likely utilize him even more in the passing game he has yet to top four receptions in the game this year but this certainly could be it so i like the idea of stacking lawrence kirk and even throwing travis Etienne in there
1: yeah i like that one uh you know Lawrence and kirk uh that, that came through last week it, um you know not a huge game for lawrence but uh, kirk had a nice game but yeah i like going back to that one uh for me i mean got to start with tua tyreek and jaywin waddle i mean that one i feel like every week now it just has the Potential to smash, um, and you know, in this matchup, I th- you know, you might like reset to have a good game on the other side. That that could only increase mm-hmm. the need, you know, for the Dolphins to score points. So uh, love that one. It's a little expensive, but you know, you gotta find some value elsewhere, but still like it. Uh, and then I, I think it's interesting to go with a, a, a like a Sam Ellinger, Michael Pittman stack, just a <laughs> super contrarian. Uh, you know, you don't know exactly what they're gonna do this week. You know, this whole, whole bunch of just question marks. But you know this Raider team could put up some points on the other side and force him to throw, and he didn't look quite as bad. You know, you go into Foxborough, you know that's a that's a really tough matchup. But now you're coming back and uh, you know indoors in Vegas, I think it's a little bit easier of a, a, a offensive environment for Ellinger Ellinger in this spot. So yeah, give me some Ellinger, Michael Pittman stacks as well. Yeah, I like
0: that call, and I, I wrote up in my tears like, look. Don't expect much this week at New England against Bill Belichick. But, uh, you know, we, we saw his rushing upside. He ran five times for 39 yards. So he has that ability. This week against the Raiders, he could, you know, have a ceiling game. And who knows what's going on with the coaching. Uh, yeah. But certainly the Colts offense is going to be very low-owned. So that that's a good call. And anything can happen. That's what we like in tournaments, and especially with stacks. So love that call.
1: All right, where are you going for dart throws? Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh?
0: So, I have three cheap wide receivers who play on the road this week, and, and the first goes back to what I was saying with the Jaguars. Uh, so I gotta go, Zay Jones. He's only 4,400 for some reason, he's right around that range every week, but uh, this is a perfect spot to take him. You know, like I said, the Jags will likely be forced into pass heavy game strip, and you know, he's Trevor Lawrence is number two target most weeks. So he he's definitely has a big ceiling, um, you know, baked in. So uh, this is a week where I'm going to use him, And he's cashed in for me before in GPPs this year. So love this spot. And then I already mentioned him, but Donovan Peoples-Jones um, at Miami. Uh, I'll love him even more if David Joku's ruled out again this week. Um, he is clearly the number two target in this offense. He has five straight games with four more catches. Um, so in a matchup like this, like I said, where the, the Browns will probably be a little bit more pass heavy, they are facing a pass funnel defense. Um, I, I love Peoples Jones, honestly, in cash as well. He's so cheap, and he has such a high floor right now. I would consider him in cash, but especially GPPs. I think people are still overlooking him, uh, and I love stacking this game in general, so love him in GPPs as well. And then I got to go with my boy Robbie Anderson here. He is dirt cheap. He's 3,200 on DK. He didn't do much last week. He had one catch for minus four yards but he played a ton. Uh, He had an 86% routes run rate. So he was the clear number three wide receiver. Now the Cardinals have been playing games with their number three slot rotating in Greg Dorch and AJ green, but I think they want Robbie Anderson to be the guy. So uh, he could have a big game coming and it's usually when everybody, you know, leaves him for dead. So I, I like Robbie as a dirt cheap, you know, high upside GPP flyer this week.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the whole, I mean, yeah, he, Essentially you would think that was the plan right to get him up to speed and then not play any of the other guys so hopefully that continues oh. and he can he can have a better game than he had last week when it, was, <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, right?
0: that was brutal, not gonna lie. He had a rough game last week, but that's kind of I'm buying low right now.
1: Uh I will go with uh first Samari Toree uh against the Cowboys. You know, I think with Romeo Dobbs getting hurt, I think Toree is a guy that's going to play more and more and Rodgers, you know, on the interception, he one of the interceptions he threw. Uh, he could have had a touchdown at to Ture, like another deep mm. touchdown. So, you know, Ture ran a route on 47% of the dropback. So uh, I think that will only go up. You know, Sammy Watkins is another option as well. He was out there 83% of the time. So he's a little more obvious. But I think Ture is a guy who Rogers is kind of looking for more and more down the field uh, and against his Dallas team. Um, you know, they, they play a lot of zones, Buffalo's similar. So terre had that game against Buffalo where he, he popped. So I think he's uh he's an interesting option here. Uh, another guy is uh, Alec Pierce. I, I think, you know, if you look at this coach situation, you know, already mentioned Ellinger Pittman. Uh, I think Pierce is another guy, you know, had an 81% route participation rate last week. Uh, a guy who doesn't need that many targets to pay off. He sees a lot of targets down the field. And if you look at his games indoor versus outdoor, uh, he's really not produced outdoors, you know, wins, things like that. It's a little tougher, but when he's in a, a, a indoor stadium like this, you know, I think it'd be a lot easier for him to get some deep shots. So uh, I think, and, you know, scramble drill, things like that. So I think he's a pretty sneaky guy. always want to invest in rookies uh, around this time of the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one last guy I mentioned is uh, MVS. You know, I think, you know, last week he had like just, he was just disappeared. And there's a lot of competition for targets, but I do think part of it was the matchup. And I think people are going to kind of be. You know, we definitely will be off of him this week, but you know, they've always been talking in Kansas City about spreading the ball around, getting everybody involved. And you know, Juju had a big game last week, Kelsey had a big game last week, so I think it's a perfect time mm-hmm. to buy low on MVS, who's still gonna run you know the third most routes in that offense behind Juju and Kelsey. So, uh, you know, we saw Mahomes throw what 60 something times last week, you <laughs> we always have 63 that right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, always a good offense to buy into, especially when uh, you know, guys are kind of coming off. Bad game. So, love me some MVS this week as well.
0: Yeah, like uh, MVS and Torrey and GPPs, you know, of course. And then Torrey, he's kind of filling in that MVS role that was left behind with MVS going to KC because Torrey, his A dot this year is 21.8. He's clearly the downfield threat. So, it it makes him a boom bust option against the Cowboys, but he's sort of filling in that vacancy left behind by MVS. So, like him as a dart throwing like GPPs.
1: Yeah, and he should have the game script. I mean, this packaging figures to struggle now on the sleeper sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there i use it for mine it's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry and now you can win on sleeper by playing their new over-under game it's super simple first in any sport choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under For example, rushing yards in football or number of points in basketball. Then choose the amount of money that you wanna enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sweeper is that it's the only app where I can join my friends contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my group's picks with the tap of a button along with Over Under integrated into the fantasy experience itself. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash action and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again. Go to sweeper.com slash action, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, let's let's uh, let's go build some lineups. Start us off here. What do you got for week 10? Let's start off with
0: Trevor Lawrence. Let's do it. He's only 5400 Way too cheap. Yeah, definitely. I do like your Ellinger call, but he's only $400 cheaper. Not getting much of a discount. He might be a better FanDuel play, I think.
1: All right, let's go with yeah. your let's go with your boy Greg Dosich at, at tight end. Yes, 3, There we go.
0: It's a weird tight end week.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, he sticks out like a sore thumb. All right, let's go with Mark Cooper, sixty-five hundred.
1: Let's go with the Cardinals, twenty-seven hundred against yeah. the Rams. This Rams team can't can't block.
0: <laughs> yeah, always a good bet to just fade the Rams. All right, cool. So that leaves us with sixty-four hundred a yep. player um well we need a running back man throw in etn with the uh lawrence stack you can do that yeah let's do it all right we can probably wait to see who we actually stack at lawrence with if it's kirk or jones or someone else
1: we could go uh let's see it's kirk yeah let's go he's, kirk 5900
0: yeah yes. he's yeah he's too cheap
1: so we got 63 a little over 6300 for running back wide receiver flex
0: Looking in that um, Damian Pierce Jamal Williams range is enticing. They're both in that yeah, Pierce
1: sixty
0: three hundred. Yeah, yeah, he fits our budget. Yeah, right. let, let's go with Pierce at sixty three hundred.
1: You know, wide receiver and a flex. We got sixty three fifty. All right, wide receiver. I'll go Wandale forty seven hundred. We've nice. got eight k for the flex.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Don't f it up, right? Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. So, who do we got? We basically the entire player pool. Um, Kelsey
1: Waddle, yeah. Waddle,
0: Jacob. oh Kelsey, that's perfect. I, yeah. I was looking for a Chiefs player. Yeah. All right, perfect.
1: So we got Trevor Lawrence, fifty-four hundred against the Chiefs. Stack with Travis Etienne at seventy-one hundred at running back, in Christian Kirk at fifty-nine hundred at receiver. Also got Damian Pierce at running back at 6,300 against the Giants. Amari Cooper, 6,500 against the Dolphins. And Wandale Robinson, 4,700. At wide receiver against the Texans, we got Greg Dosich at tight end, 3,400. Kelsey in the flex at 7,800. And the Cardinals D at 2,700 against the Rams. All right, Fandu, let's see. I'll start us off here. Let's go with...
0: Oh, my God. Look how cheap Stafford is now. Not saying to take him, but oh, the mighty have fallen.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> him and Rogers, yeah, Rogers too. I'll start with let's go Adam Thielen. We love him on FanDuel. There we go. Fifty nine hundred against the Bills, like that.
0: Always a good uh FanDuel play. Uh he'd probably benefit if uh Josh Allen plays. I
1: mean, yeah. Obviously. Um and I was way. I was
0: looking at Devin Singletary, he's pretty cheap. I wonder he, he's the kind of guy where even if Allen doesn't play, he's probably a good play, right? At 5,600. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let, let's go with him. I was surprised they didn't use Hines as yeah. much. Like, I, I think James Cook uh, receiving usage went up and Singletary's receiving is <laughs> very bizarre.
1: I mean, he yeah, had Hines, but, was like the punt returner. They didn't, yeah, they didn't really use him. I think he had like one target.
0: But either way, like, even if Allen plays, if Case Keenan plays, like, they're probably gonna have to lean on Singletary either way.
1: Definitely. I mean, yeah, I'm sure Hines will get more work, but it could come at the yeah. expense of Cook. Yep. Fuck it, let's go Sam. Ellinger here, sixty-four hundred. Oh, yeah. There we go. This Raider defense doesn't scare me at all.
0: Nor should it. Uh, let Let's go with the Saints defense against Kenny Pickett. All right. Um, they're they're too cheap. They might be chalky, but I don't care. Uh, we got 7,600 7, per player remaining.
1: Uh, all right, I'll go Pittman and stacking uh, Ellinger with Pittman sixty-three hundred. That's a pretty good price for him.
0: Yeah, makes sense.
1: So we got a yeah we got a good amount of cash to spend Seven, <laughs> almost eight eight k for running back wide receiver tight end flex
0: let's go with uh let's go with Tyreek then yeah like we haven't used them at all this year but we we have to
1: uh I'll go I'll go uh let's go Kelsey at tight end just to get some expensive guys okay. in there
0: so yeah, so yeah now, okay n-
1: now we got seventy two hundred running back flex that that's that's there we is. go
0: okay we have Kelsey on both teams but he, I'll allow it. Oh um, ooh,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. It's of
0: all guys, yeah. just let's just roll with it.
1: Uh, so for running back, um, could always stack Kamara, I guess. Ooh,
0: yeah, yeah, like his usage went up with Ingram out. Is Ingram, Ingram was supposed to be out for a couple? More yeah, games, multiple right?
1: weeks, multiple weeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like that. Let's stack him. So that he's, he's a little pricey, but I think that'll keep his roster ship.
1: Yeah, 8, uh, 8, pretty low. And he had a bad game. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that exactly. Well, that the Andy Dalton and the Saints offense did. Um, So you have 5,800.
1: Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Let's go with Peoples Jones, 5,700. Oh, love it. So then we got, yeah, got the Tyreek Peoples Jones stack. All right. So, yeah. So Sam Ellinger, 6,400 at quarterback uh, against the Raiders stack with Michael Pittman Jr. at 6,300. We got Devin Singletary at running back at 5,600. Alvin Kamara at 8,600 uh, against the Steelers. Singletary is going against the Vikings. Receivers, Adam Thielen at 5,900 against the Bills. And Tyreek at 9K against the Browns, uh, along with Pittman. And then tight end, Kelsey at 8,500. Flex is Peoples Jones against the Dolphins. And the Saints defense at 3,900. All right. Boom see how those do this week
0: hundred bucks left over
1: (laughs) yep yep (laughs) oh as long as we got something left over (laughs) Uh, all right so that's going to wrap it up for the week 10 fantasy flex podcast fantasy preview episode if you want to hear more of sean and i talking player projections check us out on the action network podcast our week 10 player projections episode is already out we have to break down the Players that we're high and low on, and all that good stuff for this week. So, check that out. And uh, actionnetwork.com, obviously, if you want to see our player projections, fantasy ranking content, all that good stuff. Fantasywebs.com for our DFS tools and models. You can find Sean on Twitter at the underscore oddsmaker. You can find me at Chris Raybon. You can find us at those same handles on the free award winning Action Network app. Until next time, let's get this money.